everybody. I think I'm adding to the first chapter, which we've already done like the first chapter. So we're starting with our um, session two, which is um, putting Jesus first in times of anxiety, which is something that I've been really, really, really wanting to study because my anxiety is through the roof. Like I can't, I can't even deal with it sometimes it's through the roof. But this session, as I have read over it, has really pinpointed, like, a lot of things that, um, that I have feared that, you know, has made me worry less because of having Jesus there and having him in my heart, knowing that he's going to take care of us no matter what. Okay, so let's get started with session two. Um... The world is scary. It's a, it's an uncertain place. Whether it's hurricanes ravaging the coastline, um, outbreaks of disease in populated area, you know, like the um, the COVID nineteen going on right now, or the new threats conflict across the world, you know, the big debates, um, just um, you know those things that they do. I don't put out what it was called. Anyway, it says there's stories that can produce, you know, panic within us just seem to keep on coming. We are more connected to events in our world today than ever before and more nervous and on edge as a result. Anxiety plaques so many of us today and it's almost become a way of life. We worry about our finances, our security, our health, and about the and about the security, health, and welfare of our loved ones. We worry about losing the things we love. I know I do every day. I mean, if it's anything that I'm doing, it's always worrying about something. I guess that, that is what puts my anxiety through the roof and if you're like me it's the same thing worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow worrying about what's going to happen with this bill worrying about your kids health and safety what you should do with this and what you should do with that it all collides like into one thing and it makes you feel like you're going to go crazy because your anxiety is just ugh. we worry about stepping into a new situation we worry about what the future has in store for us. And as soon as we get past one anxiety-producing moment, the next one appears on the horizon. Exactly what I said. But it's like mine, all of mine collide together. It's not like I worry about this one minute and then the next I worry about this. No, all of mine come together and it's like I'm worried about everything at one time. So how do we overcome this temptation to worry? By continuously putting Jesus first in our thoughts and actions and trusting that he is in control of the world. Jesus wants to give us a new perspective that will melt our anxieties away. In this session, we will listen to his voice and explore what he has to say about letting go of our worries. I'm going to skip over the questions right now. Um, well, no, I'll just go ahead. 
Um, it says, do you tend to worry about things? Of course. You know, you want to say what kind of question is that? Of course. Everybody worries about something in their own way. If so, what are some recent things you've been worried about? Um, mine would be like my, my mental state. Um, uh, with my uh, grandmother just passing away. It not really hitting me. But I'm guessing that's, you know, God's way of stepping in saying that she's okay. You know, she is cancer-free. She is ringing that bell up there. Um, she is walking the streets of gold, and she is okay. She is no longer sick. You know, I guess that's the reason why I just haven't broke down and just cried over her. Because I know that she's in a better place. And I know God is stepping in telling me, do not worry. You know, do not worry about her. Like, she is where she needs to be. She is no longer suffering. Um, it wants to ask how do you choose to deal with challenges or unknown situations um, me now used to I didn't know how to deal with um, situations of worrying um, usually I would go outside and smoke a cigarette or um, just think way too much till I got frustrated now being you know smoke free for I want to say a little over two months, which has been amazing. That's something I've been trying, you know, I've been working on for a very long time. And I have finally accomplished that. Not, I mean, it hasn't just been me by myself. It's been, you know, God helped me through that. Um, but now when I get frustrated and I worry about things, um, I usually try to come straight to my room. And I try to, you know, I go to my Bible. You know, and I ask myself, what would Jesus do in this situation? You know, I need to know his word. I need to know what he would want me to do. And that's what I do. I come to my Bible for my situations because I try, I try not to worry or get too, too anxious about things. Um, why do you think the tendency to worry is so strong in people? Um, why do you think the tendency is so, let's see, um, I'm really not sure. I guess that you would have, like, your own opinion on that. Um, I guess. Let me see here. Hold on a second. Um, uh, I guess we falsely believe that by worrying, we have some control over uncontrollable events. You know, like our worrying over time becomes a habit. We don't do it for rational reasons, but because we you know, um, conditioned our mind to go down these pathways. That's why we need to train our minds to return to Jesus and focus on Him in times of stress. <laughs> Which, um, it's amazing. 
how far that um, I have come. And I want to say that I don't want to sit here and brag, but I do want to brag on myself because not in a million years would people think that, um, that I have come this far and been through so much. But God has put me through that to get me to where I'm at today because he's got me right where he wants me. Um, even you, he's got you right where he wants you. There's no doubt, don't question anything about what he's doing because he knows what he's doing and he's got you right where he wants you. Seek my face and you will find more than you ever dreamed possible. Let me displace worry at the center of your being. I am like a super saturated cloud and showering peace into the pool of your mind. My nature is to bless. Your nature is to receive with thanksgiving. This is a true fit, you know, designed before the foundation of the world. It says, glorify me by receiving my blessings gratefully. I am the goal of all your searchings. When you seek me, you find me, and you are satisfied. When lesser goals capture your attention, I fade into the background of your life. I'm still there, watching and waiting, but you function as if you were alone. Actually, my light shines on every situation you will ever face. Live rationally by expanding your focus to include me in all your moments. Let nothing dampen your search for me. Um... How would you go about letting Jesus displace your worries? Um, give me a second. We're in this together, you guys. Um, I guess it would be like the first step in displacing worry is to choose to spend time with Jesus. As his followers, we can talk with him about the things we're worried about. And honestly express our feelings to him, understanding that he knows our needs and will take care of them. We can simply bask in his presence in silence and solitude. Um, and that's exactly right. Usually when I'm feeling anxious and worrying about everything in the world like I do, because I'm a mom of four, and that's just what us moms do is worry about everything. Um... That's usually where I come to is just come and read his word and just know my place of where I'm supposed to be. Um, what do you think are some of the benefits of seeking Jesus? If you are a believer, how have you experienced these benefits? When we, as Christians, seek Jesus, he will shower his perfect peace into the pool of our minds. He will bless our lives and shine his light into every situation we face. Be ready to share your experience in this shower of peace or his clarifying light and blessings. It will encourage your group members to try setting aside more time to seek Jesus.
you were on the path of my choosing, which is exactly right. You are, like I said before, you are exactly where God wants you to be. You are on the path of His choosing. There is no uh, randomness about your life. Here and now, the coordinates of your daily life, most people let their moments slip through their fingers. Half-lived, they avoid the present by worrying about the future or longing for a better time and place. I mean, they forget that they are creatures who are subject to the limitations of time and space. They forget their creator who walks with them only in the present. Every moment is alive with my glorious presence to those whose hearts are intimately connected with mine. As you give yourself more and more to a life of constant communion with me, you will find that you simply have no time to worry. Thus you are freed, freed to let my spirit direct your steps, enabling you to walk along the path of peace. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Salomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pageants run after all these things. And your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble as its own. And I mean, I could read that over and over and over. Because... Just that one verse, which is, you know, Matthew um, 34, uh, I think it's Matthew chapter 534. I'm sorry, no, it's Matthew uh, chapter 25, 34. Um, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Tomorrow's not here. Today is today. Everything that you're doing and happening now, no need to worry about what's going to happen in the next 30 minutes. Um, Because, like God said, He has you right there in His path. He has you where He wants you. I mean, don't worry about tomorrow. Each day, I mean, each day has enough trouble of its own. And if that is not the truth, then I don't know what is. Each day has a trouble of its own. You never know what tomorrow holds. And really, I can't stand it when people come up to me and say, the sun will come up tomorrow, because you never know. 
God might say it's it's our time to come home. I guess I guess she, I guess the sun would come up tomorrow, even if God called us home, because it's gonna be bright. It's gonna be golden. It's gonna be what He has in store for us. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and just um, read over Matthew uh, 25, verse. Um, Thirty-four. Okay, yeah. Then the king will say to those on his right, "Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since you are the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in." I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see the hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of time, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me. You who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. was a stranger and you did not invite me in i needed clothes and you did not clothe me i was sick and in prison and you did not look after me they also will answer lord when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you he will simply reply i tell you the truth whatever you did did not do for one of the least of these you did not do for me then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. I don't know why. Um, I knew today. I knew today was going to be the day that I needed to come to you guys. I mean, it. I, it doesn't matter if there's only one two, three, zero people that even listen to this. Um, I feel like God has called me to do this because not only is it teaching me more about Him, but why not, um, you know, be able to teach other people about His Word? You know, if people don't have access to it, but they have access to this, I mean, you might learn something, you might not. Um, hopefully you do by all of this. Hopefully you can pay attention and get into it. Um, anyways, number seven, what reasons does Jesus offer for why those who belong to God's family don't need to worry? 